0: Jane Brown.
1: Libby returns tomorrow. I just want to add uh, a final comment to our, our last segment. Uh, one of you took me to task this last half hour about uh, ha- not having a scientist's name or names of scientists regarding global warming. Uh, as soon as I got into the break there, I did some Googling, maybe you did as well, and up comes the NASA Global Climate Change Report and the scientific consensus that Earth's climate is warming. Uh, it's easy to Google, it's easy to see. Uh, I think it's easy to deny that there is a climate change issue and wouldn't it be great if there wasn't and it was all just made up and we could all go on living happily ever after. But I think it's a quick couple of keystrokes away to find out, uh, what the experts are saying around the world. So certainly I should have had that at my, my fingertips when I was being taken to task, but it's very easy to find, uh, in a matter of minutes. 416-3600740, toll free one 866 740 Given the ongoing tensions between Canada and China, should the flag of China be allowed to fly at Nathan Phillips Square? It was raised this morning with a few dozen protesters demonstrating against the move on hand. Now, Toronto Mayor John Tory did not attend. He boycotted the flag raising. A statement from his director of communications says the mayor is hopeful a resolution will be found to a number of issues between Canada and China. Now, it's important to note the city did not raise the flag. The city's website says the city of Toronto will allow courtesy flagpoles, on courtesy flagpoles, flags of nations recognized by the Federal Department of Global Affairs on a national day or anniversary of a special occasion. And in this case, it's the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. Some on social media are saying the mayor should have cancelled the China flag raising while Canadians are being detained there during questionable circumstances. What do you think? 416 360 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Joining us to discuss the controversy is Chuck Kwan with the Toronto Association for Democracy in China. Chuck, how are you, first of all?
2: Good afternoon.
1: How much of an assault is this? Well, uh,
2: watching what happened in Hong Kong
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and indirectly, of course, what's been happening to the... uh, in the weaker community in northwestern China where a million people are now incarcerated into what they call re-education camps. So yeah, all these news coming from China uh, doesn't bode well. And I certainly want to say that uh, I believe John Tory's uh, response to the flag uh, raising is a little bit too timid. For my taste.
1: Right. And and how? what I want to ask you in terms of our sensibilities as Canadians, how much of an assault is this on us as a nation, allowing this flag to be raised in the biggest city in the nation?
2: Well, it's a slap in the face. Uh, we have two Canadians who are victims of retaliation by China over an act that is lawful, and within the extradition treaty that we have, uh, with the Americans. So, uh, I don't see the point of, of even, you know, giving China that courtesy, uh, raising a, a flag. Not to mention a lot of people will be very upset, mm-hmm. uh, because this is the 70th, 70th anniversary of the communist regime. And certainly a lot of people, uh, might see that as also a, uh, uh, giving us giving our blessing to something that we do not condone.
1: Chuck, can you help us understand uh, who is behind the raising of this flag, which was approved by city staff in order for it to happen this morning?
2: I have no idea. I I believe uh, if this is not a city initiative, that's a, then certainly there are groups of uh, people, perhaps city councilors. Uh, perhaps uh, community groups uh, who are uh, for China, uh, who are pushing behind the scene uh, to have uh, this flag raised. Now certainly um, I understand that um, a lot of times city council would raise a flag because it honors uh, part of the immigrant community that came from that country like Filipinos, uh, Portuguese. Uh, or other things. But certainly, um, given the situation, a very, very tense situation, especially with two Canadians in, in life, da- life, uh, danger right now, uh, we should think twice about giving the authority. Uh, the, re- the way I read it is that, uh, basically the city has to give approval. Uh, so yes. it, it would be up to the city staff to say, no, we cannot raise a flag no matter how much lobbying the uh, side might have.
1: Right. So um, it makes you wonder if it was more just of a rubber stamp kind of, OK, it fits the criteria, but not a full awareness of the tensions between Canada and China.
2: Uh, it could be f- not the full awareness, but more likely is uh, pressure groups mm-hmm. who are, uh, as we know, um, China has right now exerted a quite a amount of undue influence in in. Canadian politics, uh, with running pro-China candidates, uh, openly, uh, at this federal election. And of course in the past at municipal as well as, uh, provincial elections. So it would not be surprised to me if, uh, there are forces behind, uh-huh. uh, I would not say directly linked to the Chinese council, but certainly there are a lot of indirect fingers pointing at the Chinese council saying, um, you know, lobbying for, for the city uh, for many years now to, to at least, you know, show a demonstration of, of goodwill by, by raising the China flag. And I, I certainly have no problem in the past. Uh, in the, even last year, I think John Tory did raise the uh, flag with the Chinese Consul General. However, uh, given what's happening for the past 12 months, uh, and given the fact that we have two Canadians. Who are incarcerated, uh, almost in a torture state? Yes, uh, we should think twice about allowing a country like China to, uh, or, or allowing us to honor the uh, China uh, by raising a flag at this national day.
1: Chuck Kwan is with us. He's with the Toronto Association for Democracy in China. He is certainly an expert in this field. Uh, we have some listeners who want to ask you uh, questions, Chuck, and I will get to them in just a moment. Again, our numbers are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. 866 740 is widely seen that the detentions of Michael Spavor and Michael Kovrig are linked to uh, the arrest of the Huawei executive Executive in December, where it's gone a little quiet, um, the news on this. What is happening in terms of uh, any kind of communication between foreign affairs and Chinese affairs to release these men?
2: Uh, there are certainly a lot of things we don't know. I, 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 um, I'm pretty sure that foreign affairs is trying its damn best to get the people released uh, but uh, but they are also beyond kind of the the power uh, dynamics uh, the the power dynamics be, be behind this is certainly beyond what the foreign affairs can do uh, it certainly goes to the prime minister level with the president of the U, uh, of China and certainly this is a uh, move by China that uh, has very very direct impact as a warning and as a punishment uh, for Canada arresting uh, Huawei's uh, CFO, Meng Zhou. So, uh, uh, you know, I I think China is beyond the kind of rational diplomacy that we would like to exercise. Uh, China is right now a bully in the international arena and certainly they would do whatever it takes to get what they want, which is the release of Meng Wanzhou by Canada unilaterally uh, without going through the courts and without uh, having to quote-unquote kowtow to the U.S. So uh, that's China's stance, and I I think they're not going to back down at all. Uh, They don't have to back down. They they have enough it's kind of uh, cachet to say, look, you know, if we don't back down and, and furthermore, they won't buy our soybeans, they won't buy our pork. So it's all kinds of weapons that uh, China is now kind of leveraging against uh, Canada.
1: Chuck Kwan with the Toronto Association for Democracy in China is with us. We are talking about the flag raising today at Nathan Phillips Square, the, the raising of the flag of China, and Toronto Mayor John Tory's decision to boycott this event in light of the ongoing tensions between Canada and China. Uh, Chuck, we've got some listeners who have questions for you. Let's go to Simone in Parkdale. Hi, Simone. Go ahead. Hi
3: there. Well, I didn't even really have a question. I was going to mention what
1: uh, Mr. Kwan mentioned about the pre- Prisoners in China, mm-hmm. and also the record of
3: China, the Tiananmen Square, and so on, and so forth, and what's going on now, and uh, their the, the record of, of, you know, being um, having spies everywhere and getting involved in the politics and and sticking the nose and everything all over the world. And I cannot see why uh, – what, what's wrong with City Hall? You've got a bunch of leftists down there, and that's what the problem is. And um, John Tory should – I don't know whether he could have had, had the power to stop it. If, if not, then it seems to me when the leftists say jump, he asks how high. And
1: that should not have happened. Not with the record of China. I think it's it's really abysmal. But don't, Chuck, and this is what is sort of unclear, uh, as you noted, and as I noted uh, from our research on the Tor- city of Toronto website, countries can apply to have uh, the flag raised, and if uh, it meets certain criteria, so a special anniversary, and that would be the case it's it may be even unlikely that any of the city councillors knew about this. I'm not not defending them, just simply saying that the protocol may have been more behind the scenes well, if it's
3: celebrating communism the 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 uh, you know the the time of communism in china what the, what's our problem i mean this is this is uh, tyranny. Right. Why are we celebrating this? no I,
1: listen I, uh, a I, lot I, of people agree with you Simone. go yeah. ahead, Chuck, go no, ahead for us, I can jump in. I agree with
2: Simone completely yeah. I think uh. I don't even want to talk about city councilors because as a mayor, if you know enough to boycott, then you should know enough to cancel the event. You are the mayor of the city. You have a right to override any decision made by the city hall.
3: Well, the, the, the problem is that the, uh, the he's really beholden to the leftist for everything, and he goes along with everything they Okay, say.
1: Simone, I'm going to let our expert respond to you and let Thank you go. You. I'm Thank trying you. to drop uh, Simone oh, here if uh, my guys in the control room could say yeah. goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Chuck. No,
2: I, I, I believe that uh, that's why my first response to you was, I, I believe John Tory is a, very timid on this approach. I mean, if you know that is is enough to boycott the flag raising then you should know that it should be um, because this, the approval has to come from the city council or you as the city as the mayor's uh, as the city's mayor so you have every right to say no I do not approve it and and be done with it so and, and what really what would be
1: of, why of I through. mean I'm not putting you in John Tory's yeah. head but why would he not have done that that it seems like it would have been a simple solution.
2: I, I believe that he certainly has a lot of pressure uh, points that are being pressed by uh, pro-China forces, uh, many of them within the city hall as well. Uh, so in that sense, I, 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 can, I can tell you why he would not do, be more decisive. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to play both ways, not okay. to offend China, and yet... He maybe made a personal kind of decision to say, I would not support it.
1: Okay, and before we get to Mary in Burlington, Chuck, uh, before we went to break, I was um, talking about U.S. President Donald Trump and his tough mm-hmm. talk against China. How, What kind of uh, effect is that having?
2: It has no effect on what we are doing with uh, Huawei and Meng Wanzhou. Uh China and Trump uh, have a bigger issues to fry. Uh, from China's point of view, uh, Meng Wanzhou is a, entirely a Canadian at fault, so they can blame Canada and they can lean on they will lean on Canada. Uh, China has a bigger fish to fry in the sense that they want Trump to stay out of Hong Kong. Um, there is a bill that is going through the U.S. Congress right now, a Hong Kong human rights bill that is very uh, damaging to China, uh, to China, and they're hoping that uh, Trump will veto that bill when it comes to his desk. So so China is uh I hate to say but but uh Trump will, will will sacrifice Hong Kong uh to get his trade deal. Uh China will dangle uh few billion dollar of tariffs uh here and there to appease Trump so that he can go away and claim credit for the trade war. Uh but in the t- and at the same time he's gonna listen to China and say, uh I will forget about Hong Kong and I would not make make a point about Hong Kong. All right. so that's my danger. That's what I see as danger ahead.
1: Okay, thank you for your insight on that uh, area of what's happening between Trump and China and how that plays into us. Uh, let's go to Mary in Burlington. Final call here, and if you didn't get through, make sure uh, you call back on this on Free For All Friday. Mary, go ahead. Hi, how are you today, Libby? It's Jane, fine. Oh, go ahead. Jane, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, have
4: to say is, and I've said it before, nowhere in Canada on Canadian soil should China be allowed to raise its flag absolutely not one square inch of Canadian soil. They have our citizens over there being held in inhumane conditions. No, we have heard nothing about them for the longest time. If if our diplomat is allowed to see them, nothing has been said. We should not be kowtowing to the Chinese. It's time enough for Canada, the people of Canada, never mind its politicians, whether they be at the municipal, provincial, or federal level. All right,
1: Mary, I don't want to cut you off, and we certainly got your mas- message loud and clear. Chuck, I'll, I'll give you the final word before we wrap up here. Less than a minute, please. I agree
2: t- to the two callers uh, I-, I completely. I, But I-, I also listened to your previous caller that says we should raise the Uh, flag at half mast. I think that was the first sensible solution. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we should be raising a half mast to mourn the situation in Hong Kong and to mourn the situation in Uyghur Xinjiang province.
1: Chuck, always an enlightening conversation. Thank you for being with us here on Zoomer Radio today.
0: You're welcome. Thank you.
1: Chuck Kwan with the Toronto Association for Democracy in China.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.